listeners, welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm so glad that you could join me today. I'm Sunshine, I'm solo this week, and as I always like to say, when it's just me in the lounge, that means you're getting a music show, so we're going to drink, we're going to listen to my favorite exotica, at least what is tickling my fancy today and lately, and then we'll talk about a few things. How does that sound? If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Aloha. We always start the show with a cocktail. And we're talking about on this episode, uh, due to, well, several listeners have asked this question. Hey, Sunshine, you recently did a cocktail that you could order in any bar, and the ingredients would be simple enough and ready, readily available enough that just about any dive bar, any bar, would have them. And people really liked that, so... We're going to kind of do a little take on that again today. I'm drinking an old-fashioned, but it's it's a build-your-own old-fashioned. And uh, if you like an old-fashioned, uh, I'm made with rum, of course, so a rum old-fashioned. Typically, you would make it with whiskey or bourbon. Uh, but the brown spirits interchange really well together. And actually, I've had a tequila old-fashioned with a good tequila that was actually really damn nice. Um, spirits are interchangeable in a lot of simple cocktail recipes. Uh, but um, the old-fashioned is uh, muddled orange, usually a maraschino cherry as well, with some simple syrup and your bourbon or rum in this case. And in the case of an old-fashioned, usually ample bitters, you know, three, four, five dashes, you know, more than your typical cocktail. And generally you will stir that uh, with... Uh, with ice, you won't even shake it, and you will enjoy it in a nice rocks glass with uh, preferably a single large ice cube or a single large crack of ice, uh, but ice cubes are just fine. Uh, so let's say you are at a, what I would like to call, they think they're a craft cocktail bar, and really all you've got is a couple of hipsters, a couple of guys with some money, probably from mommy and daddy, they said, dude, we should totally open a bar. Oh my God, totes. This is what we need to do, right? And that's how their conversation begins. And then somehow after um, months and months and or years or more of delays in the planning and execution process, because that's how these things work, trust me, uh, they get their doors open and they get a liquor license. Go figure. And they even pass a health inspection. Not the first time, mind you. But... Uh, I've been to many of these places, and most of them don't stay in business very long, but they can be a hoot for a short time. I'm going to sip my drink. Um, we'll talk more about the music in the background a little bit. So when you go to these places, uh, they are going to generally put their money into what they consider some high-end spirits. Uh, they may try to hire a bartender or in too many cases, one or two of them have determined that they are a bartender and that they have skill, and, uh, well, that can be fun. So I've been, I've been to many of these places, and uh, what you'll find is they do, generally, they do purchase some decent liquor. And if you look behind their bar, you'll say, hey, you know what? There's some stuff back there that I like to drink, some stuff that I could work with, and, and that can be good. But then you look at their cocktail menu, and they may not use any of it in most of their cocktails. They're still using Bacardi and Absolute and flavored versions of those, and you're like, what the hell? Uh, but you'll see back there, for example, in the case of rum, these are the rums that I am noticing that are in some bars considered top shelf. You may see a Cruzan single barrel or the Ronza Capa Solera, the 23. Um, you may see uh, the Mount Gay XO, for example. Very decent rums, right? Someone consider them very good rums. Uh, good to drink on their own, um, and I wouldn't hesitate to put them in the right cocktail, at least a spirit-forward cocktail, like an old-fashioned. And, and when you see one of these, and if you look at the drink menu and they're using a lot of flavored spirits, I'm going to say probably steer away from that and maybe go to what I'm going to recommend to you, the build-your-own old-fashioned. Build-your-own Manhattan. 
uh, build your own martini. Because uh, generally you're going to be able to tell them what single spirit you want in it, so they're charging you for the single spirit. And then the other ads, like the orange, the cherry, the simple syrup, etc., those are the things the bars don't tend to charge you for, so you can keep your cocktail economically priced, even though you might be putting what their bar considers a top-shelf ingredient in it. So... For this uh, version of the Old Fashioned, for example, I chose the Mount Gay XO, uh, which is a rum that I, I do like a little bit, and uh, went with two and a half ounces. Now, of course, at the bar, they're probably not going to give you more than a two ounce pour for the standard price unless you ask for the double, and then you get like two, two and a half instead of one, one and a half, you know, anyway. Um, with uh, four dashes of, and here's where you pick whatever bitter they have because one thing hipsters really freaking like is bitters and they will have some random bitters and have fun with that. They may have um, the sweat of dog balls bitters. I I don't know what that would necessarily uh, taste like, but you may want to smell the bottle and try it in your cocktail. Uh, A bar I was just at had um, an aged leather bitter. And, you know, it was actually really interesting with a bourbon drink. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, you may find chocolate bitters and orange bitters and the standard Reagan's bitters and Angostura bitters, uh, grapefruit bitters, black walnut bitters, cranberry bitters, lemon bitters, um, sage bitters. Uh, you, but trust me, if they're anything like a hipster, they're going to have a lot of bitters. So you've chosen your rum, then choose your bitters, And then another thing the hipsters like is various sweeteners. They'll probably have simple syrup, but they're probably also going to have an agave or an organic honey or even a uh, natural stevia or uh, trust me, trust me, they're going to have one of those. So you pick your rum, you pick your bitters, and then you pick your sweetener. And then you've kind of got this like craft cocktail Manhattan that if you didn't already notice it on the menu, by the way, if you did, try it, but likely you didn't, you've like created your own craft cocktail with their ingredients uh, and probably helped them out in the long run. So I went with Aztec chocolate bitters, the Ron, uh, sorry, the um, Mount Gay XO. Uh, I used a agave syrup as my sweetener, uh, and it turned out really nice. So there you go. Um, build your own craft cocktail, man, or Manhattan, no, um, old-fashioned, and it should work well for you. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't enjoy um, a spirit-forward cocktail... I have learned something with an old-fashioned that you can do even with some of the girls that I travel with that um, prefer a mixed drink cocktail versus something like this. Um, I have the bartender add a good splash of orange juice instead of just one single muddled orange. And basically that additional dilution from the orange juice, it gives it just a little bit more, um, brings the alcohol content just a little bit down for them. So it's not too spirit forward for them. It adds just a little bit more sweetness and they generally love it and they'll sip on that. Um, And then you can have yours a little bit uh, neater Uh, and then everybody's happy. All right, well, I'm gonna go dig up the mail sack And then we're going to talk about the music that we're listening to this week. Uh, Before we hit the mail sack, how about I play you uh, two tracks from the playlist I put together today. This is all kind of that chill, dimly lit tiki bar music that I really like. We're going to play Baby Elephant Walk. And this is the Henry Mancini version. And then we're going to play, oh, let's see here, Stolen Idol by Martin Denny. So we'll play those two and then we'll be right back with the mail sack. Thank you. 
you think. Nice music, nice cocktail. I'm in a dimly lit tiki bar. I'm enjoying myself. Oh, by the way, tiki mail. Um, so in the mail sack this week, I put aside any emails that might have been kind of like for the crew, for the ladies. Uh, so just kind of some stuff that people might have been going back and forth with me about. And on the first one, oddly enough, hey sunshine, wanted to know if you've ever been to a sushi bar where they served rum cocktails. I just went to one and couldn't believe that they had a section of rum cocktails on the menu. Love you, love the show, Valerie. I'll write again soon. Valerie's written a couple of times. So, um, no. No, I've never been to a uh, sushi restaurant that had rum cocktails. Well, I mean, you know, with a bar that you could order a rum drink, yes. Um, but generally, you're going to find plum wine, sake, sake cocktails, um, uh, Japanese beers, things of that nature. Um, and sometimes they're full-service restaurants where they have a full bar. So, yes, per se, you could order rum cocktail, but not where they would specialize in it. So, Valerie, I know you live in the L.A. area. So... Send me, like, where this is. I would actually kind of like to check it out. That might be an interesting uh, fusion. Now, she didn't say if they were good drinks. She just said that they had a large rum cocktail section on the menu. So I'm kind of curious about that. And you may have just an owner or proprietor that they like their rum, and so that's what they wanted to put on there. Or they were thinking, oh, Asian food, Japanese food, sushi... That's not tropical, but it's um, exotic, and so we'll have rum drinks on there. I don't know. It, that Again, it's interesting. So, uh, Valerie, send me, send me a note about that. And to the rest of you, if you want to send us questions, comments, etc., send that to mail at zentigilounge.com. Another rum-specific drink. This one comes from James, and James wanted to know, it's a really super long email, and so I'm going to paraphrase it into about two sentences, which is, I was going through your social media stream and I saw that you were gifted some of the um, old label Lemon Heart 151. Just curious if you've gone through the bottle and what do you think about it? Uh, and what else do you use for a 151? These are all excellent questions. No, I have not used it all. No, 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 no. Uh, and a big cheers and mahalo to uh, the gifter of that lemon heart. Uh, you know, th one of the things that I love about doing this podcast is that we've run into some folks that have given us uh, some very nice things over the years, like uh, Lemon Heart 151. And, okay, so to that rum specifically, one of the things I really like about it is that uh, it is a classic uh, label. Uh, it goes back far into tiki lore as far as what recipes actually call for, and for good reason. Uh, it has a really nice aroma. It has a, a decent sweetness to it. So in addition to it just being high alcohol content and you can light it on fire, it adds flavor to your cocktail. Uh, it complements things that you might want to pull out more brown sugar, um, some of the uh, fruit notes. It's a very nice rum. And, you know, what are people using instead? Well, um, there are also some other... 151s that have come and gone. So Lost Spirits had an overproof 151 that I believe is no longer on the market. And Lost Spirits is that group that was, uh, they are using science to create what would taste and smell like an aged rum in a very short period of time at an economical price. And they've done an outstanding freaking job of it. I have their Polynesian inspired 66% uh, alcohol by volume uh, bottle. I have that on the uh, on the bar, and I've been getting through that one slowly, just like the lemon heart slowly, because uh, you can't get it anymore. And I like you know letting people have a little nip of it so they can experience it. Um, what else? Okay, so Bacardi 151. Don't, don't, 
just why? Why why would you do that? Uh, Gosling's has a 151. Uh, it's okay. Hamilton 151, their overproof Demerara does seem to be a favorite of a lot of folks, and I, I do have that behind the bar, and I do enjoy it. Because, again, it's a um, overproof that adds um, some flavor to your beverage. Um, but, you know, one of my absolute favorites right now is the Plantation Overproof. Plantation Rum uh, generally does a good job with, like, their five-year. They even have a flavored pineapple rum. A pineapple, in- not flavored, pineapple-infused rum that is very good. And their overproof dark rum is, I think, a great sub for a lemon heart as a float in a cocktail or in a cocktail. So that's kind of my thoughts on, uh, you know, the overproofs. Um, So I hope that answers your question for the most part. Now, the last comment that we got uh, was about um, the husband and I have and the girls and I, we've talked about on the show, and we've talked about uh, technology in your bar. And uh, what I mean by that is, um, you know, our bar is uh, a lot of LED lighting, and a lot of things are on timers, and, uh, you know, you can uh, you can control it from our phones and stuff like that. And so um, somebody who said, don't, don't mention my name, I just want you to talk about this. So I'm happy to talk about it as I eat something. And they're like, basically, what do you recommend for lighting and stuff like that? So I've talked about this a little bit before, and I recommend that you find something in your price range, which is getting easier to do, regardless of your price range. So, if you want to be able to control your lighting from your phone, from an app, for example, the... Philips Hue system is really nice, but it is very pricey still. So you can control the bulbs that will replace standard lamps and sconces and candelabras and hanging lamps and the LED strip lighting that works really well behind your bottles on a bar. But for only a, I think for only like three feet of LED lighting, you're paying 60 to $70 And if you have a small bar and you need one or two strips, eh, probably not bad. Uh, It has a color range that's amazing. You can go between colors. You can fade between colors. You can set a a solid color. You can control this all from your phone. um, And it's really cool. So the Philips Hue, H-E-U, you know, not bad if you have a small bar. Now, if you have a bar like me where it would take about... 10 of those strips, and they're $60 to $70 each, uh, I don't know. Ikea, people. Ikea has full-color LED strip lights that are, I think, they're $40 for, um, you know, you get a couple bars of lighting, and you can link them together, and you can extend them longer, shorter, and you can, again, have them rotate through colors, stay on a solid color, or blink between different colors. And it's pretty cool. So that's what I have. And um, again, they're LEDs, so very low power, which is nice. Um, putting them behind your bottles is key. Do not put them in front. So if you have bar shelves, you put them along the back. Then you put the bottles in front of them. You don't even see the lights until they're on, and the glow comes through your bottles, uh, which is really nice. Another great application for them, especially in a tiki bar, is maybe you have a bar or shelf um, and you want to put them up under something so that you only see the glow shining down like towards the floor or underneath a shelf and you don't actually see, you know, the light bulbs themselves and it kind of creates a glow that's pointing downwards and and that can be really nice too. So you can do that with either the hue or the... um, the strip lighting from Ikea. And then, you know what? And I got to recommend this too. You can get 20, 30, 40, even 50 feet of LED lighting now in a single roll on Amazon. 
uh, just check the reviews. Make sure you're buying some where you're there getting consistently at least four star average ratings, and they've had several thousand ratings because these are all from China. And I have heard people say that sometimes they get some real bad quality ones. So um, again, make sure they're in the four-star rating range and it's you know several hundred to several thousand ratings so you know that they're real and it's not just they had a bunch of people go on there and give false ratings. Um, and, and those, it's like if you have to cut it after 20 feet and you're throwing away 10 feet because that was the size of your bar because you can't generally you can't reconnect these after you cut it at the length you want, right? Um, it doesn't matter because you probably only paid 25, 30 bucks for that giant strip. So uh, that can be um, a really good deal. And I would say don't hesitate to consider that as well. So there you go. That's how I feel about bar lighting. Uh, I think colorful is great. And of course, these, these lights, they do white as well. If you just want a white or an off-white or a warm white, you can do that. But tiki bars love red. Tiki bars love green, blue, etc. Change them seasonally. Uh, create an, a creepy, eerie mood for Halloween and maybe a, a brighter, more, um, I don't know, tropical look for summer. Or you it, it, Have fun with it. Let's hear some more music. I'm going to have a little more old-fashioned. We're going to hear some more music. Um, let's hear Aphrodisia, the title track from the album Aphrodisia by Arthur Lyman. And then another one of Arthur Lyman's uh, tunes, one of my favorites, is Dahil Seo, which is D-A-H-I-L-S-A-Y-O. Uh, I've always, always loved that track. So here are those two, and we will be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge.
I just got back, and I hope you enjoyed the music. But I need to play some more music because I just remembered that I need to put on some Sunless Tanner for a pool engagement, cocktail and pool engagement that I have tomorrow. So, but you know what? I, I told you already this was a music drinking show, and uh, when I drink, I get scatterbrained, and so I just remembered I need to put on the Sunless Tanner. So I'm going to leave you with an Ethel Azama tune called Green Fire, a nice, 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 nice cerebral low-key, ethereal almost, uh, tune by Ethel Azama. I hope you love her as much as I do. And then we're also going to hear uh, Harry Kalapana, The Last Desert Island. <laughs>
Well then, I'm uh, on my second uh, build your own old fashioned here. I hope you're enjoying the music. And uh, I have a shout out to everybody at Tiki Oasis. Uh, by the time this episode posts, there will still be about two days of Tiki Oasis left. TikiOasis.com. It is the biggest of the Tiki events. It is in San Diego, California. It's always in August, and it sometimes ends up being oddly. It'll the weather will cool down. This year they're getting the, you know, 80 degrees all weekend or more, which is really nice because a pool is very much part of uh, the event. Plus tons and tons of entertainment, shopping, tiki drinks, room parties. Uh, burlesque, all kinds of good stuff. So check out TikiOasis.com. And if you're in the San Diego or Southern California area and you're like, hey, I might want to just drive down there for the day. They do still have single day passes or weekend passes available. You can decide if it's worth it or not for you. But TikiOasis.com, it's a big event and you'll catch uh, what's left of a good time if you weren't already planning on going. We aren't making it this year, obviously, uh, but we're getting ready for the next event that we're attending, which is Mod Palm Springs, October 20th through 22nd, Palm Springs, California, at the Caliente Tropics Motor Lodge. That is going to be a great time as well. We're hosting some room parties, the Zantiki Lounges, in addition to uh, assisting with setting up of the room crawl and room parties, which there will be about 9 to 12 uh, rooms on the crawl and room parties. Uh, we've already got quite a few people signed up, some people returning. For example, people like the Silvas, who love to host a Saturday morning uh, wake-up if you will, with uh, cocktails such as Mimosas and Bloody Marys. Uh, Mr. Holt, he is uh, always big on uh, doing the Saturday early as well and always crafts a great tiki cocktail for us. Uh, the guys from Tiki Tronic will be hosting on the crawl and, of course, the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm going to tell you right now, it appears that we are going to do a 60s themed Star Trek red shirt kickoff on Thursday night at Mod. So you want to go to mod-palmsprings.com and you want to book what is left of like the last three rooms at the main hotel if you can snag one. But if you don't, that's okay because there are hotels next door where you can uh, book a hotel room there and then you can buy your weekend pass at mod-palmsprings.com and you can catch an outstanding weekend with outstanding weather. In, in Palm Springs, October is just beautiful. You're still in the 80s. The weather is beautiful. You get a nice breeze at night. Still pool weather. I can't recommend it enough. There's a casino in town. I always say this, but it, it's, it's a good time. Um, I want to talk about some friends of ours that have been, uh, well, they have been so good to us here at the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast, and that is, those are the folks at tikibartshirtclub.com. I am wearing the shirt right now, and their latest shirt is the Waikiki Room, and uh, that uh, is from a hotel in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Would you have ever thought? Oh my. Uh, and Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, they make vintage shirts with designs after uh, hotels, bars, lounges, restaurants that, you know, they may be extinct. They may no longer be in operation. They take those logos, they put them on a cool, comfortable cotton shirt that are fitted both to uh, gentlemen and ladies. They have sizing for everybody. Um, myself, Kehlani Starshine, we all have the shirts and uh, we all agree that they fit very well. Very smooth, nice cotton, great quality screen printing. It doesn't, doesn't come off and it's not that heavy screen printing that you know gets all sweaty on your chest. It's nice and light, but still has, it has that vintage, slightly worn look. Just great, great stuff. Go to tikibartshirtclub.com and you can sign up for a three, six, 12-month membership. They send you a shirt. It includes shipping. They send you a shirt every month. Uh, you can gift it to somebody, which is really cool. And, you know, I'm a t-shirt and shorts, t-shirt and jeans kind of guy uh, on top of all of my vintage Hawaiian shirts and luau wear. And when I wear these shirts, I almost always get a compliment. Hey, cool design, or hey, I like that shirt. Where did you get it? Now, yes, I do hang out in crowds where they're more... Um, likely to comment on 
on a shirt like this, for example, but when I'm just out and about at a coffee shop or et cetera, I've still gotten some compliments. People just really like the designs and the vintage look. Uh, and then to know that there's a story behind these um, logos and art and menus uh, is cool. And I've said this before, you can go online, look up the name of the lounge, bar, etc. from the shirt, and you'll easily find either through Wikipedia or Critiki, you'll find the story of that place. Uh, you might even get snapshots of what the menu might have been from the 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, what have you. So it's kind of a little bit, a little bit of urban archaeology that goes along with your shirt. So you get a piece of apparel. It's a piece of history. People will like it. You'll like it, and you learn something. Isn't learning great? Another sip of cocktail. Ah. Well, there you go. So a little bit about Tiki Oasis. Really excited about Mod Palm Springs coming up and uh, Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. So uh, I think I'm going to play you two more tracks here. That's how we're going to end the show this week. Uh, the ladies will be back on the next episode. And, uh, you know, summer is uh, it's about to wind down, but we're not quite done with it yet. So we're going to keep celebrating. But the great thing about this podcast and uh, those who listen is we celebrate uh, the Tiki and Polynesian lifestyle along with the cocktails and music all year long, 365 days a year, because that's, that's what life should be all about. Find something you like and stick with it. All right, so what are we going to hear? We are going to hear Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. Uh, we have played them on the show many, many, many times. Uh, I'm going to play a track called Prelude for piano and uh, this is from their album where here meets there uh, we heard this live not too long ago in Los Angeles and hearing this group live is just outstanding because they are a traveling orchestra and if you have the opportunity to hear Mr. Ho's Orchestratica live I could not uh, I couldn't recommend it enough and then you know what <laughs> I'm gonna play something called uh, Oriental Blues and this is from an entire album. It's a compilation album um, that uh, the album, the, the compilation itself is called Far East Oriental Moods. And it's a compilation of about 24 tracks, I believe. And, um, you know, when you could still say Oriental and no one blinked an eye at it. But uh, this one, again, it's going to be called Oriental Blues. And it's a really cool... <laughs> order a sushi platter and put this on and uh, have some cocktails and um, it's a great politically incorrect evening if I do say so so there you go uh, and then just one more thing don't just go to zentikilounge.com and click play to listen to this podcast use our subscribe button and subscribe either via iTunes your Android device Google Play or if you have something else other than those Click the link that says RSS feed, and that will help you subscribe either through the browser on your computer, your iPad, your um, whatever Microsoft calls their things now, their space or windows or I don't know. I'm not one of those people, but I hear we have some people like that who listen to the show and we love you too. Okay. Uh, and then lastly, go to iTunes and if you have a, a login, leave a review for the show. The more five-star reviews we get, the more people will be told via Apple about the show. And now, really lastly, I swear, if you uh, have an iDevice and you use uh, Apple News, the app, it's one of those apps you can't delete from your phone or iPad. Uh, and if you use Apple News, our cocktail stream is now on their news feed. So if you go into Apple News and you use the search function, and you type for type in Zen Tiki Lounge, you can have all of our cocktails added to your news channel every time we upload a new cocktail, new recipe, new blog post. You will get it in your news feed, and that breaks up the monotony of the political crap that's out there, and uh, breaks up the Trump and the Hillary and all that kind of stuff. And we all need that. So there you go. All right, here is a little bit more music from the lounge this week and until next time mahalo
the rickshaw Take me where they plays the boogie Hey man, with the rickshaw Take me where they plays the boogie I gotta lose the oriental I was at wine, you know can do I guess I'll have to settle for some Sam Shoe Sam Shoe Sam Shoe Sam Shoe Sam Shoe Hey man, with the rickshaw Take me where the cats are jumping Hey man, with the rickshaw Where the cats are 